It is the big cheese. Yeah. Because it stands alone. Yes. Absolutely. Hello and welcome back to your Bourbon Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon Stuff and as always, here is my husband E. Hello. Alright, first and foremost guys, I am so sorry. It is raining like cats and dogs. It sounds like a hurricane out there. And uh, it keeps getting louder and then quiet and then louder and quiet. I'll do my best to see if I can isolate that in post-production, but if I can't, I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to deal with it. It's Florida and it fucking rains. <laughs> Hashtag Florida. <laughs> Okay, and today we are doing something that a lot of people seem to want to try to get their hands on, and we were very, very lucky to be offered a dram of this by one Mr. Neff. So if you are listening to this, thank you, sir. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, this is just, this is fucking amazing. And that item is the Willett Family Estate bourbon. Yes, the purple top, if you will. Yes, the bourbon. Not the one that everybody can get a hold of. Not, not the, the one, ride. Not the one that everyone sees in stores. It's the bourbon. And this is not just any bourbon. This is their six-year bourbon. There you go. Um, I will let E go ahead and go through a little bit of information about this. The, the deet deets, if yeah, you will. Yeah, So, um, this is barrel 2615, uh, which... For those that are unaware, uh, the barrel numbers will designate what the mash bill is and potentially what the proof is. Uh, so knowing the exact barrel number is very important in that regard for Willett Family Estate, uh, bourbon, and rye that are not the four-year expressions. 2615 is a original bourbon mash bill by Willett which is 72% corn, 13% rye, and 15% malted barley, which just so happens to be their standard bourbon mash bill that all of their flagship products are made with, mm -hmm. which includes things like Rowan's Creek and Noah's Mill that if you look on the back of the label and it specifically says distilled by Willet, then you are getting potentially the same mash bill and aged by them. So yeah. something and, to keep in mind. Yeah, and a little bit later in this episode, we are actually going to be comparing side by side. That is something that we have done. Um, and we did... Uh, unofficially, we did. Yeah, we did. And we suggested this for one Mr. Neff because, good lord almighty... Um, Dropping $300 a bottle on a six-year bourbon, that, yeah. that hurts the wallet yeah. and, to a degree, the soul. Yeah, and that's secondary. We don't remember exactly what it retails for. We if think it's somewhere lucky, around... 80 to $90. Yeah, we somewhere around 80 to 90 Whereas Noah's Mill is like... A sub sixty dollar bottle. Yeah, I would much rather drop that than all day long. Yeah, depending S upon how close they are. Yeah, um, I don't really have much more to add to this at the moment. Um, this is sixty four point one percent ABV oh, and one hundred and twenty eight point yeah. two proof. Only thing we really missed on that one. We um, we. No, no, we. Hey, hey, Someone skipped I, around on the information. I discussed what was inside <laughs> it. Then you just jumped straight into, I guess that's all there is. I wasn't done. We had a little side discussion okay. about it. Oh, shush. <laughs> all right. With that being said, I'm not going to cut because we're so early in. Let's just go ahead and get into well, the nosing. That sounds like a splendiferous idea. Um... Okay, so these really haven't been sitting for that long. It's 
it on the table for maybe all of like four minutes. It's a little hot and I dare say a little musty. It is. There is yeah. that like kind of attic funk to it. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. And beyond that, I'm getting a bit of caramel and a little bit of fruity sweetness. There's an oakiness to it, but it's not the same kind of char oak. It it genuinely smells like we're walking into a Rick house. Well, that's probably because in the Rick houses, they have the evaporation from the angel share. But I'm just saying, it smells like that that woody smell, like the old wood planks in the Rick house. It very much reminds me, specifically, when you say Rick houses, of going into uh, Rick house number one at Willet, the Willet Distillery mm-hmm. and seeing all the pretty hams. Because yes, <laughs> for those unaware, they hang and dry keep, dry age hams yeah. well, in they, the Rick house. They don't. One of the local restaurants was apparently experimenting with that last time we were there. They might still do it. They might still do it, yeah. But yeah, there were hams hanging in there, and it was it was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it smells very indicative of simply a Rick house in a glass. Yeah. I can absolutely give you that wholeheartedly for every single aspect. What did you say the proof of this was? 64.1%. 128. So it's not... I mean, it's a... It's, it's a, hot, like... It's a cask strengther. Yeah, but it's not... It's not as burny as... It could be a, a lot hotter than Yeah, like, yeah. there's definitely some that we've, we've gotten hold of that have, that are just, like, singed the nose hairs out. This is very true. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to go ahead and get into tasting for this and then take a break after we go on to the next one? Yeah, we could do the tasting and then we could do a compare after the break. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Oh, that's just lovely. It's delightful. It smells exactly like it tastes. Where it's got this, like, really deep, rich, kind of caramely, rickhousey, oaky, funky, attic-y, like, just deliciousness so to every it. every one of those points are there. There's definitely a little bit of a, I say this in a very positive way, but a funk to it. Yeah. Like, I, I identify, um... Wild turkey by its funkiness. Yeah. Like, there's and just this twang that a lot of wild turkey has to me. And this, while having its own twang, is not the same as the one at turkey. No, it, and... It's good. It is. It's very good. There's no tannicness to it or anything like that. It drinks very, very, very sweet. You know what I'm getting on the palate that I wasn't getting on the nose? Mm. A little bit of that black tea sweetness. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree. There is, like, this kind of herbal nature to it. But it's way sweeter than I honestly thought it would be. Yeah, and it it's a lovely bottle. Mm-hmm. That is for damn sure, both in aesthetics and the flavor. Yeah. Like, I could be very happy having a pour of this just sitting back and relaxing. I could be happy having a pour of it at $80. All day long. Yeah. I would not Ooh. be happy having a pour of it at 300 I think the biggest factor is there are so many other things out there that are in the same level of goodness as this that are well below that, I dare even say, well below $100. Mm-hmm. And to a lesser degree, 60 Yeah. Um, okay, so before we go to break, I want to ask, um, what are your thoughts on this regarding, like, hunting, purchasing, keeping on shelf, things like that? Is this something that you'd actively want on our shelves if we have the chance for it? 
And what is your max price point that you'd be willing if we completely omitted the knowledge of what it was worth? What would you want to pay for this bottle? Okay, so objectively, I'd like to be in the like 75 to 90 range. However, if I saw a bottle on the shelf and I had none in the collection, I think I'd go as far as like 120. That I think that would probably be my cap for this. I agree with you on the 120. Okay. Like exactly. When I was thinking like what my max would be, 120 is exactly where my mind went, but I think this is a better 50 to $60 bottle. I mean, it's a fucking amazing 50 to $60 bottle. I dare say if I saw this and Stag Jr. together on the shelf for the same price, I grabbed this over Stag Jr. Mm. A, a generic, a generic batch. Mm-mm-mm. I think I grabbed this over that, but nope. specific batches definitely would win out. Nope. I, uh... you, you, you hold that. That is not the case in your book. <laughs> no, sir. It is not. And that is okay. That's your prerogative. <laughs> that absolutely is. I do, I do not agree with you there. It, it also helps that we have like yeah, a bajillion do. Stag bottles. Yeah. So, spoiled. Alright, with all that being said, we will be right back with our nosing, tasting, and comparing to Noah's Mill. Alright, and we are back. So, I guess right now we are going to nose a little bit, taste a little bit, compare a little bit, and see where we are with uh, nose milk. Yes, and while we're thinking on the nose and getting that initial impression, I will add that the nose milk is distilled by Willet that mm-hmm. we have. Yeah, just to be clear, this is the Willet release. This is not the older batches where it was a sourced product. Yeah. This is straight up Willet uh, juice. And you will see that on the back label of Noah's Mill, where it specifically says on it, distilled, aged, and bottled by Willet Distillery. If it does not say that, it is a source product and it, it will not compare in our discussion of what we're tasting because it is drastically different. It is. And I will say we have tried the new versus... If you keep picking that up and putting it down, I'm going to beat you with an inch of your life, boy. I love you, too. <laughs> um, I lost your thought. Okay, so we-, we we have tried both the new and old side-by-side, and they are drastically different One was uh, a 2018, creatures. one was a 2019, and yeah, one is super, like, caramel nutty, and, well, we'll talk about this one in a minute. Yeah. Um, but it is 114.3 proof. Or 57.15% ABV, so it's a bit lower on mm-hmm. the proof, but still, it, it's got some heat to it. Yeah. Um, to be had on the proof, and we spent $54.99 at uh, Riverside Liquors here in Jacksonville, which, shout out to Todd. Hey. Okay. Um, so, shall we do the nosing yeah, and nose. compare? Okay, so after it's like oxidized a little bit. The, um, the, uh, the bourbon. The Willow Family Estate. Yeah, the Family Estate is a little more burnt sugar. I'm getting a little bit more heat and a little bit more cherry. Mm-hmm. And on the Noah, I'm getting just a wee bit more caramel. Yeah. 
But other than that, they're very similar creatures on the nose. But for something that was poured at the exact same time, like within seconds of each other, one is still the the Noah is still a little a little hot on the nose compared to the other one. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean the, there's are... there's identifiable differences on the nose right now, but, but they're not so drastic that I would say that they're completely different from each other. Like I would say, at the very minimum, eighty-five to ninety percent similar on the nose. Yeah. All right. To the palate. To the palate. Still, get, I'm getting the funk. I'm getting the sweet tea. Yeah. That the, caramel. The caramely burnt sugariness is there. It's and a a little musty. Yeah. It's a little more. Um, it's a little more funky up front than the bourbon is. Than the family estate is, yeah. rather. But it's not it's not so different that I'm like, hey, these aren't similar at all. I dare say, if I wasn't doing these side by side, if someone literally took the Noah's Mill, poured it into a lower proof, empty bottle of Willet Family Estate, it could pass. I'm not saying that that's the best thing to do, but... No, God, no. But I'm just I, saying that it's it's close enough in flavor profile that... Yeah, it is 100% absolutely, undeniably different. It is. But there's so many strong similarities between the two that if you're looking for a similar profile at a much lower price point, this is absolutely worth the buy. Yeah. Like, it's not going to have as much of that fruity note that I'm getting on the family estate, or that as much of a, a punch. Ooh, no. No? I'm sorry, I just went back to the family estate after Noah's Mill. Yeah. It's not very pleasant. The Noah's Mill's not as, or family estate's not as pleasant? Yeah, like, take a sip of the Noah's Mill, and then take a sip of... Oh, I've been going back and forth this entire time. For some reason, it just, it's oddly tannic when I go back to it. And I know that's 100% because of palate burnout. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... Like, by the, itself, it's fine, but... The heat also comes up, too. Um, yeah, and I, I blame that, again, I blame that 100% to just a burnout of the palate. Hang on. Um, Take a drink and do Family Estate and then Noah. Because we gotta give it a fair shake. Yeah. I dare say... Going I, family estate to Noah. I, I like prefer the Noah. The Noah. Yeah, I like the Noah better. Like that, it's a little bit brighter mm -hmm. and it's less tannic. The funk is still there, and it's it's very well accented. It's a little thinner than the bourbon. It, it doesn't is. have as much like oily mouthfeel or anything like that to yeah. it. But again, it is a lower proof product it is a cheaper product it is a readily available product it very much sits on shelves yeah where they where they actually carry it yeah um, um so yeah. yeah this is 100 i would go for this over the bourbon given the chance yeah and i also dare say i'm gonna revise my original statement if i had to pick between this and stag at the same price all day long stag what? Yeah, like the the tannicness of it tells me that it doesn't carry over well against competitions, and we've placed stag multiple batches against other things, and it's held up strong. Mm -hmm. I think that alone says to me that the family estate, while good, especially yeah. on its own merit, and I think that's what it is. It needs to be 
alone. You need to not put shit in it. You need to not drink stuff around it. You can't put it side by side with something it alone. Is, it is the big cheese. Yeah. Because it stands alone. Yes. Absolutely. Look, it's good. It is. I don't think it's $300 good. No. But frankly, if you've got the money and it's something that you're just die hard set on, it, we, we support you entirely. Yeah. If you're but, a completionist, uh, you know, so be it. But if you got the FOMO going on, the fear of missing out, go find a Will It Distilled Noah's Mill. And if the proof is a little too high for you in general, you're not ready for that yet, go for the Will It Distilled Rowan's Creek, um, which is only 50.5%. It is around the same price point as... It's about $38. Ooh, that's even better. Yeah. I was adding a little bit of water to... Which one? Noah, not not the other oh, one. God, okay. no. Why not? Look, if we're gonna make happy jello shots. That had a strange, like, spotification style reaction to it. Because the oiliness. Yeah. And for those who are unfamiliar with the term, uh. S wait, saponification? Ooh. Is that, is that the appropriate word? Probably for not. For when oils, um, become unsuspended no, in a the, liquid? No, because the point is to cause them to homogenize. I mean, that's just lovely. Yeah! That is, that is a good, like, mindless sipper. I, I added just a teeny tiny little bit of water to the nose mill to see if it can kind of just, like, cool it off just a little bit. And it made it delightful. Yeah, there is no there is no heat or, or fight at all. It is... <clears throat> smooth. Yeah, but you know what people people shit on on that as a, a descriptor when it comes to whiskey, but damn it, smooth is a descriptor. It means that it does not have sharp, pointy, bitey alcohol forwardness to it on your palate. That is what smooth means. Okay, what it comes down to is people shit on a lot of things when it comes to whiskey reviews. I know that we have triggered people with us. And I know that people probably think we're full of shit half the time, oh, and that's wait. absolutely fine. No, we... I just went to the restroom. I'm not. Oh my god. <laughs> and we are honest about what we taste. We are. We don't. We don't make up shit. We're not like it tastes like grape jelly on a summer day. This one's sitting out in the thing. It's, it tastes like sun tea and it, and vine ripened tomatoes and blah 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 blah. blah. Like no, that, motherfucker! That's... It tastes like black tea and herbs. Okay. <laughs> It smells of the finely crafted leather of a a Mercedes-Benz fresh out of the lot. No, we don't do that shit. And we're not shitting on you if you do. I you know swear. what? You, you do you if that's the case, but that's that's not us. We Like what we taste is what we taste and we understand if you try the same product and you don't get that everybody's palate is different. My palate is a hell of a lot different than my husband's. It's, this is very true. And and also, you may think that to a degree we're making up the, the flavor notes that we're getting on the nose and on the palate, but what it comes down to is there are actual chemicals that are representations of flavor both on the nose and on the palate mm -hmm. that exist within the whiskey. And what we are doing is saying when we detect those compounds... We associate that with the memory of other things that had those flavor compounds in them. Yeah. So, oh man, this is really fudgy. Well, 
same compounds that exist in fudge that we have experienced. Yeah. You, you need that point of reference in order to say, I am getting this. Mm -hmm. So, while some of it's a little bit bullshit for everybody, mm -hmm. at the same time, there is some objective truth to it. Yeah. And, um, you know what? If you don't smell any of it, and your concept of uh, tasting and profiling is, it tastes like bourbon. Or it tastes like ham. Or it tastes like ham. Or it tastes like coffee. Or it tastes like like a field. Or it tastes like a haystack. Or or it tastes like alcohol. Yeah, like what the fuck ever. Whatever you're tasting, you're tasting. I don't care what each person's getting. We're just sharing our journey with you of what we are picking up. Um, this has been fun. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an amazing rant and... and uh, rambling yeah if there ever was one and every single component of this you just need to recognize that that's just what it boils down to yeah everything about all of this taste is subjective it smell is. is subjective what you ate earlier in the day can drastically change what you pick up on yes when you taste something what you drank five minutes ago will change that everybody's palate is absolutely different. We will all taste something different. We can agree that collectively it is indeed bourbon. Except when it's not. Except when it's not. Also, I'm gonna throw this out there. Jack Daniels, we can all agree it's bourbon. It's bourbon. Fight me. Lincoln County Process, don't not make it bourbon. <laughs> Fight me, bitches. I Anybody who you. says otherwise, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> I asked the TTV. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I got him on speed dial. <laughs> I, uh, I've, I've definitely had that argument on, uh, on our podcast before, uh, but we're not going to get into Jack Daniels right now because that's a we're, whole We're done. We did, one. we done did that. Yeah. We're past this. All right. I have nothing more to ramble about. Um, I will be, um. TLDR of the, of yeah. the podcast. Will it family estate? Good on its own. Noah's Mill, comparable to Willett Family Estate at a cheaper price readily available, so long as it's distilled by Willett. The end. Alright, I will be uploading this one on Friday, so you'll hear us on Friday. We still plan to do the side-by-side-by-side-by-side -by -side -by -side of the weeder battle. Yes. Um, and give you guys some more information on... Um, yeah, sorry about that. There was definitely some misinformation that we had and some learning that took place. Yes. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll be updating on the Gunners thing. And um, we have a couple more episodes in the works that we're going to try to knock out this weekend. Yeah. We're going to be talking about... Fuck it. We're going to be talking about rhetoric. Um, trying rhetoric, I think, 20. Rhetoric 20. And then comparing that to our Rhetoric 23, yeah. of which I am I am not a fan of, but, but I, will, I will be going into it very objectively. And we're also going to be doing a review of Joseph Magnus Cigar Blend, mm -hmm. so you guys get to look forward to that. Yeah. And we'll compare that to others in the Joseph Magnus line, just to kind of... Yeah. You know, see how drastically different they really are. And then we are going to be doing an episode talking about our blends. Um, yes. I know that we have casually mentioned 
before. Uh, I believe I uploaded the episode that we talked about it. If not, I apologize. This may be the first time you're hearing Surprise. about it. Um, e and I do a lot of blending and it's a lot of fun. And we have a community of people that are very, very into getting a hold of our bottles. Yeah, there's a bit of hype to be had with them when they, um, when they drop. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun and it's really fun seeing how the community reacts to it. And we enjoy immensely sharing what we have. And we are in the process of building a blended bottle of this year's um oh yeah that, that that's another fun one uh from the beginning of this year every bottle that we have reviewed we have added a small pour from that bottle into a very large uh collecting vessel mm-hmm. that is the 2020 uh bourbon and stuff infinity blend yeah And when it's all over, we'll uh, go through and kind of doctor what we need to to doctor to make it as best as it can be. And I plan on doing um, little dram giveaways at the end for people who listen or people who are just kind of interested in getting one of our crazy ass blends. But that's going to be an entire episode where we just talk about our process, some of the things that we've done, some of the mixes we've made, how we... How we age things oh yeah we've been doing a lot of that (laughs) yeah a lot we've been doing a lot and it's about to ramp up in the best of ways yep we currently have a 12 ton shot press sitting in our fucking living room (laughs) okay i waited a month and a half to get the damn thing it just came in today it'll be gone soonish maybe in like a month yeah, I honestly don't care. As long as it's gone before the Christmas tree goes up, we're good. Oh, that's the Christmas tree this year. Is it? Nah, we'll see. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's what's in the works for the next, like, month or so. And I will be announcing a giveaway sometime soon. soon. Yeah. Um, and where will you be announcing this giveaway? I'll be announcing it on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. You can check me out there. You can always email us at bourbonstuff at gmail.com, even if that's to ask us, hey, what you going to be giving away? I really want to know. And you know what? If you message me, I might just let you know what I'm giving away. This is very true. But, you know, you'll have to actually send a message or an email to find out. Uh Uh, Please continue to support us by listening to us and sharing our link with anyone that you'd like. I appreciate how much our channel has grown and I appreciate the feedback that a lot of you guys have given me. And also, uh, as far as this particular podcast and a few others that are down the line, uh, Mr. Neff, you, sir, are a fucking rock star and we greatly appreciate all that you've done uh, cheers to you, and as you have shown, all whiskeys, even hard as fuck to get ones like this, are meant to be shared. 